0: In the word of the Lord to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We'll read the whole chapter. I want to talk to you about the king's keys to victory because the king's keys are our keys also. All right, let's read this chapter together. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's read the word of God. I'm reading, I believe, from the new, um, living version, <clears throat> so it might be different from yours, but uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Uh, And we'll read from verse 1 on. After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Maonites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers uh, came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They're already at Hazazon Tamar. And that's another name from Engedi. Jehoshaphat the king was terrified by this news. And he begged the Lord for guidance. So notice the first one he went to was God. The king first went to God. Alright. He, he, he begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard of the temple of the Lord and he prayed. He said, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. And no one can stand against you. O our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said whenever we're faced with any calamity such as war, plague, or famine, we can come and stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out and you will save us and you will hear us and rescue us. And now see what the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire are doing. You would not let our ancestors invade these nations when Israel left Egypt. So they went around them, so they went around them and did not destroy them. Now see how they reward us, for they have come to throw us out of this land which you gave us as an inheritance. O oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do. But we're looking to you for help. As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, wives, and children, notice it said, everyone fasted and prayed. Everyone went before the Lord. Everyone humbled themselves before God. And as they did that, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men, who, who, one of the prophets, standing there. His name was Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph. He said... Quote, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow march out against them, and you'll find them coming through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens to the wilderness of Jeruel. But you will not need to fight. Take your positions and stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out there tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshipping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Notice, they shouted too. They had no problem shouting. And God had no problem with their shout either. Early next morning, the army of Judah went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped them and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe the Lord your God, and you'll be able to stand firm. Believe in His prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers, of all things, singers, to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising Him for His holy splendor. And what did they sing? Give thanks to the Lord for His faithful love endures forever. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire to start fighting among themselves. The armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Sire and killed every one of them. And after they had destroyed the army of Sire, they began to attack each other. So when the army of Judah arrived, at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they did was see dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see Not a single one of them, or the enemy, had escaped. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing, and other valuables, more than they could carry. There was so much plunder, it took them three days to collect it. Father, we worship you and we thank you for your word. Thank you, Father, that you moved upon these men, Lord God, to write the experiences that uh, they went through, Lord, while they lived during their lives and their relationships with you. So, Father, we celebrate, uh, Father, the way you have moved among your people in times past. And we thank you that you're God and you are always the same. You never change. The way you delivered them, you can deliver us too. The way you set them free, you can set us free. The way you transferred wealth to them, suddenly, in suddenly, you can do that also for us. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God. The way the enemy came at them and had to flee, Lord, you can do that for us also. Father, we give you the praise. Now, Holy Spirit, I pray that you speak to our hearts through your word. Dear Holy Spirit, I pray, think through my mind, speak through my lips, O God, that I might be able to share only your will, my Father. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in God's presence. It's an amazing bit of history, uh, and to consider the fact that God wanted to (laughs) boast and show off To his people and to see how he could deliver them in a heartbeat. Now obviously this was a situation that was sort of like the perfect storm. Because it was not just one army. It was various nations coming against uh, the people of Judah at at that moment. And it was a suddenly. It wasn't something that they could prepare for six months to a year. So the uh, the king's keys to victory was the minute he received the news... The minute he received the news, he put God first. But isn't that interesting? The thing is, he received news. So the first key that I want to share with you is that God is always giving us advance notice. By His Spirit, when we develop a relationship with Almighty God and we put Him first in our lives, when we start seeking Him and we start developing that prayer life, that intercessory life, when we develop that close relationship with God, He will continuously give you inside information. That to me is the difference maker right there. Because this could have very easily been, they show up and got rid of them all. But that's not the way it happened. As they were on their way, God warned them. And that gave them enough time to get on their knees and seek God. Just enough time. And there are times that God is speaking to you, but we don't listen. The reason why we don't listen is our ears are not attentive to him. We're not submitted to Almighty God. We're submitted to our ego. We're submitted to what we want to do. We don't want to hear him because when we hear him, and believe me, we do. Our hearts hear God. We fight. We, 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 We don't like what he has to say many times because it comes against what my flesh wants to do. My flesh just wants to hang out. My flesh doesn't want to sacrifice. My flesh doesn't want to do community work. My flesh doesn't want to testify of Almighty God. But let me tell you, when you start hearing God and you start saying no to your flesh and yes to Him, your spirit man will start getting sensitive to His promptings and many times He'll give you advance warning of things that are about to happen. And when He gives you the advanced warning, He gives you also the time in which to prepare and then guess what? He gives you the strategy. So the first thing the king did was he received the advance notice. He didn't reject it. He went, ah, that couldn't be happening, no way. No, no, he received it. He took it seriously. So say to your neighbor, it's time, it's to, time to, God take God to take God seriously. See, it's time to take his word seriously. It's time to put God first. I mean, we've done it in the past. Where we've listened to this, we've listened to that, we've listened to him, we've listened to her. We've listened to all different things and it hasn't worked. Or maybe it works a little bit, but then after a while you realize that there's a lot of holes in the, in the plans and the purposes of people. Most people have agendas when they come to you and, and ask you for stuff or ask you to do stuff. We are very agenderized as, as, as human beings. But God's agenda is to help you, is to bless you. He, said he loves the prosperity of His servants. He says, if you being evil give good gifts to your children, how much more the Holy Spirit will give you Good things. Amen. God wants to give us good things. Say to your neighbor, God wants to give us good things. things. (laughs) Hallelujah. And when God wants to bless you, He always blesses you in connection with the body, with the community. See, because He has an agenda to save the world. So He he didn't die on the cross, Jesus didn't, so that you could just live a nice, quiet life. He died on the cross so all of mankind could be reconnected to Heavenly Father. So whenever He's speaking to you, whenever He's blessing you, it's always connected to somebody else's redemption. I just finished saying a a golden nugget. Whenever God's ready to bless you or when He blesses you, it's always connected to somebody else's redemption. It's never an end all. In other words, He blessed me, that's it. No, He blessed me so that I'd be a blessing. So that I might be a blessing so then I can connect other people to the blessing. But when we're selfish, God has to hold it back. God has to say, they're not ready yet. They don't understand why I'm blessing them. But the king understood. So he received advance notice. What did he do? He didn't run away. He didn't get on his horse. And, you know, a couple of uh, his team said, let's get out of here. It's not enough time to save this nation. Often I see movies where there's a calamity about to happen and asteroids about to hit. Have you seen a movie like that, especially in sci-fi? I like watching movies like that because I like the creativity and and end-of-the-world stuff. I like to hear uh, the way the world is thinking. And in most cases, people just want to flee. They want to be on that bus that's going to go into that mountain where they have this great city. Right? They always have a mountain. I'm sure they do, you know. I'm sure somewhere in the world there are underground tunnels where there's a lot of food. Right now, uh, more and more people are saying that they are aware that our government is storing up a lot of food. Guns, ammunition, seeds, and all that other good stuff. Because they're expecting something too. But this king could have very well said, okay, take me to my pyramid while while I ride this thing out. Can't help the people, but... No, you know what he did? He stayed. And the first thing he did, he called out to everybody. He said, okay, everybody, we're in trouble. We all have to pray. We all have to seek God. And as you notice, he was the first one that went before God and prayed and bowed before the Lord. He took responsibility. He listened to God. He obeyed God. Now, I'm not getting any amens now. He say, oh man, I should obey God yesterday. I should obey God last week. <laughs> he obeyed God. He had advanced notice and he listened to it. Second thing is that he honored God by going to him first. We get worried. We get scared. Immediately we start calling people. Immediately we start to calling our friends, this and that. Nowadays we have FB people. Facebook. We get on Facebook. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. Would you believe it? Look what this I'm, I'm in a train and look what that lady is doing, that nasty lady. I read some of what you... some of you guys make me laugh (laughs) the most simplest things you know amazing the last thing we do is go to God reverse that the first thing you need to do is go to God they honored God by going to Him first put God first and His kingdom and all these things shall be added to you It doesn't say when things get added to you, go to God and thank Him. No, it says go to God first and then He will not only protect you and guide you and keep you, but He will add those things that the Gentiles think are very important. House, roof overheads, clothing, food, all those other things that we seek for. Third thing is they knew the Scriptures because part of the way Jehoshaphat prayed to God was he rehearsed, God's very scriptures back to him. He says, you're the one that told us this. You're the one that did this for us. So he knew the scriptures. He knew the word. He knew the history of past deliverances. See, so it's incumbent upon us to know God's word. Some of you are going to Bible college now. You're about ready. I'm so proud of you that you're doing that. I praise God that you're doing that. But let me tell you, you're going to be the better for it. Because the more word you know, the more God can work in you and through you. Because the Holy Spirit can only use the material that you have on the inside, that you give Him back, which is the word of God. Many Christians, they're emotional Christians because they don't know the word. The Bible never called us to live by emotion. He always called us to live by faith. But faith in what? Faith in His word. If you don't know His word, what can you have faith in? We need to have God's word hidden in our heart. And David said, I have your word hidden in my heart. Praise God. Because difficult times will come. Challenges will come. Some of you right now are going through the most difficult challenges in your life. Praise God. And you need to be hearing God daily. Because God has a strategy for you, even in your situation. And He will set you free. And He will deliver you. Praise God. So they had a divine strategy, but it was a divine strategy based on the knowledge of the scriptures. We always have strategy, but many times our strategies are full of holes, limited. But when God gives you a strategy, it's unlimited. Amen. So say to your neighbor, neighbor, it's time to get God's strategy. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So they went, they went before the Lord and they started seeking God and, and, and they worshiped Him. And it was everybody, even the kids. When, when Israel would pray, man, they would even put the cows to pray. They were, they, I mean, literally, the, they were, the cows would be there. Mm, mm, where's my food? No food today. Mm. <laughs> Nobody was eating. They were all seeking God from the highest to the lowest, from the biggest to the smallest. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the the fourth thing, the, the fourth strategy was simply humility. They humbled themselves before Almighty God. You can never be so big and bad that you can't humble yourself before God. You know, Jehoshaphat was not the pastor. He was the king. He was the political leader. And he was the first one on his knees. Today, there's a move to try to get rid of anything Bible from our government. And some of our leaders, they, they're afraid to mention God. They're afraid to pray. They're afraid to say anything because immediately somebody wants to sue them. But with all due respect, sue me for my faith? Are you out of your mind? Yeah, they are out of their minds. There are organizations that are spending literally millions of dollars to put signposts. Uh, right now, in, uh, I don't know if it's still there, but in Times Square, There was a signpost, a big one, a big sign. Huge sign. Get rid of the myth. Keep the Mary and get rid of the myth. The Mary, keep Santa Claus and get rid of Jesus Christ. They had a picture of Jesus Christ calling him a myth. It is crazy. But that's the attack. It's a a level of attack that we have not experienced in this nation. I mean, we're we're worried about uh, somebody from another part of the world attacking us. We're being attacked from within. China's wall was attacked and they did not win because they were able to bomb the wall. The wall was too thick. You know how they they lost? The war. People went right to the door. They went right to the soldiers that were guarding the doors and gave them a bribe. And from within, they lost. And that's what's happening with us from within. We're passive. We're afraid. We're not doing anything. No, it's not time to shut up. It's time to be bold in your faith. It's time to worship God and to, and to exalt the name of Jesus. Since when did Jesus become a bad word? Since when, since when did that become offensive? You're going to encounter persecution. You're going to encounter people that are going to criticize you, are going to make a mockery of you. But you have to stand strong. And I say, listen, I don't care what you think. Jesus is my Lord. He's my Savior. Hallelujah. Humility, humbling yourself before God, exalting Him in private and in public. This, the, the fifth thing they did is they simply prayed and fasted. And they sought the Lord with all of their heart. They didn't play games with this. They went at God full speed ahead. It was not just an Andy Pandy seeking God. It was seeking God with all of their heart. And it was a very difficult situation. This nation was about to be destroyed. And we need to understand there is an attack that has come against the United States of America. An attack that means to destroy us all, destroy our way of living, but more importantly, destroy our faith, destroy our connectivity, or rather our connection with God. No, it's time to seek God. It's time to fast and pray. It's time to seek God with all of your heart. This is a priority. It's not an afterthought. I think today I'll go to church. No, 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 no. I'm going to church. De cabeza primero. We, I'm going first. Nothing's going to stop me. We're going to come into the new place already with a deeper relationship with God as a congregation. Praise God. Amen. And that's, that's the issue I'm making. The issue I'm making is we have to sacrifice to know God's word. And, and what we're teaching here, let me tell you, some, some people are going to go to Bible school pay thousands of dollars, which is a good thing. I mean, I'm not against Bible school. I went to Bible school myself and it made a difference in my life. But some of the stuff we're teaching here is what they teach in Bible school. Yeah, it's true. And you don't have to pay thousands of dollars. Just show up. Just wake up early and get to the class and receive the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, humility. And they, then they prayed and fasted and sought God. No excuses were allowed. This was not an issue. They were not going to make any excuses. We're all seeking God. Jehoshaphat called. They all came. Today we call, two or three show up. No, no good, no good, no good. We all have to come. There's no discussion here. We need to see God or we die. We perish. Right now the United States is in the... It, it's right now teetering financially. See, but they've been able to balance it. What you are actually seeing is expert jugglers. Really, really. Because we are so indebted that right now to the nations... That if just one nation decides to call their accounts, so okay, um, uh, you owe me 2.3 trillion, whatever. If China decides to say we want our money back, it's over. Any one thing pulled out at a moment could create a crisis. Well, I, I don't know what that has to do with me. Okay, well, for those of you that have 401ks, immediately your 10,000 in the bank becomes 2,000. Okay, those of you who are in disability right now, uh, the checks will stop coming in. Those of you who are retired or work 30, 40, 50 years collecting your Social Security, debt, can't, retire. can't retire. No, you got to go back to work, because yeah, right. some are already retired. Right. They're in the 60s and 70s, and you know they're already benefiting from that which they sowed into all their lives. Yeah. And suddenly it's not there. Yeah. I don't know about you, but the decision they just made to raise everybody's taxes. You know the people that uh, received the, the tax increase. You know the ones only, the only ones that received tax increases were the ones that are making over $400,000 a year, right? No. Well, hold, hold on. Oh, that was the promise. That was the promise. I just checked this week. I'm paying $1,659 more a year. I just got a decrease in my salary. I don't make 400000 a year. Last time I saw the check. And I think I'm a good numbers guy. Yeah. I do not make $400,000 a year. That's right. a, year. I mean, it's right. a good thing because wow. that money now is going to go to pay down the debt. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Wrong. No. no. It's no. going to go to somebody who is now increasing government yes. and increasing programs. None of it is going to bring down the debt. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is we need to pray like never before and depend upon God because the problem is the more we depend on the arm of flesh. The Bible said cursed is the man that trusts in the arm of flesh. Because sooner or later it's going to fail. So what I'm saying, let me say it this way. Prophetically, uh, the Lord has shared with his prophets all over the world and there, there was a gathering of them earlier this year. And all of them are in consensus that this will happen. None of them are saying, No, the Lord said it's, it's, it's not going to happen. No, he said, it will happen. So, what God is saying is that if his people would pray, he would give them strategy and they will be able to prosper in the midst of the calamity, in the midst of the difficult times. Amen. If my people pray and repent and turn from their wicked ways, notice it says, My people and wicked ways. Yeah. So many times, my people, God says, get into wicked ways too. They get into self-centeredness. They, they get into ego. They get into uh, greed. They get into rejecting what God is saying. They stop walking with the Lord. And now they get caught up and consumed by the ways of the world. We need to pray. We need to see God. It's not an afterthought. We need to see God with all of our hearts in this day. I'm getting very little amens. Amen. Amen. I got about 50 Uggs and two amens right now. <laughs> it's, not best, it's not the best message, but I have to, I have to let you know. So like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a watch guard. I'm standing on the wall. I'm, I'm shouting it out to the people. People pray. Because what the Lord said is if you would pray, it would buffer the things that are going to happen. I don't know if you remember, but back in the year 2001, when we had the Twin Tower situation, Several weeks before that, God had already spoken to us. And God said, turn your prayer to Wall Street. And the Wall Street intercessors and people from Israel had already been communicating. And the Lord had already said that something was going to happen with the Twin Towers. And the intercessors, the Lord had showed them with demons wrapped around the, the, the Twin Towers. Trying to take it down. So I was one of the people that joined a whole arsenal, a whole group of intercessors. And what we did is we went by, uh, not sea, but by river. We got on the boats, the west and the east side of Manhattan. And we prayed as the boats went all the way down, went all the way up. Some of my, my friends, uh, my, my friend Pastor Sabino in the Bronx, he was on a helicopter. And he interceded from helicopter. And then there were some people in the trains and some people uh, on the buses and then some people downtown in the Wall Street area praying. All at the same time, we interceded. Well, why did it happen anyway? Well, let me ask you a question. What if that ship, I'm, I'm sorry, what about those buildings? What if they would have gone like this? Versus like this? It's the weirdest thing. They just imploded versus do this. If it would have done this, you know how many blocks it would have taken? And two buildings, not one. You know how many thousands upon thousands beyond those that perished? Yeah. You were there? Yeah. So, some of you actually were there. 12 hours a day, I know Crystal was there too. You're three blocks away. And she calls me, Daddy, what do I do? Run. <laughs> <laughs> Run north. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just... It's, it's, it's something we'll never forget. But God gave us advance warning. That's right. God... Gave us advance warning. So this is what I'm saying. And it was buffered, I believe. It could have been worse. But is it going to happen? Yes. Are we going to go through a financial issue? Yes. Yes. Are we going to go uh, through um, what we would call some form of small civil war in different areas? Yes. Yes. It's going to happen. It's already happening? Yeah. There's some people. But it's just started. Right now it's mild. Just little clusters of people being very polite and and uh, just going to the government steps and, and, and talking. That's polite, and, it's, and it's, it's part of our system, it's good. But in Europe, where they're already taking uh, the benefits from the people that are receiving benefits, the pensions they are taking them away, uh, they stop being polite. They're coming in, breaking the stores, turning cars around, turning the streets into fire. This is currently happening now. The Euro is, is, is dying a slow death. And, and, uh, and, and the prophetic also, um, they have already identified that. That will happen. It's just, they're, they're trying to control it. So instead of it happening one time, it happened little by little. So do we need to pray? Yep. Does it have to be the first thing on our agenda? Yes. 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 Not an afterthought. Hallelujah. Amen. The next thing is they were grateful. They were grateful to the Lord and they worshiped him. You know, once they received instructions, uh, the the king says, listen, Uh, the Lord says, put singers in the front of the battleground and walk toward the enemy worshiping. This is a time where we need to increase our worship. This is a time we need to be grateful to God and worship him day and night, not just on a Sunday. God, you are my God and I will ever praise you. And what was, what was the march uh, song? God is good and His mercy endures forever. So you had a whole group of worshipers going toward the enemy, which, by the way, had weapons. And you could see in the history where there was war, they would always send the first wave and they would always clash. <laughs> I mean, so whoever was in the front line, that's it, man. They were toast. The first wave was the most important. So meanwhile, who was the first wave? Well, the enemy, three nations, they had their whatever, the equivalent of their bayonets and their knives and their swords. I mean, meanwhile, these people, worshippers, Imagine a whole group of Natalies going in the, you know. <laughs> and meanwhile, those people. <laughs> but that's what happened. But God is amazing. He took the worship And somewhere along the heavenlies, he was able to turn that worship into, I don't know. Yes, something happened in the spirit realm that sent mass confusion to the enemy's camp. Could it be that when you decide to worship God, you send to the atmosphere a power that confuses an enemy that's trying to come against you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's why in this season, we have to dedicate ourselves more to God. But part of our dedication is worshipping Him. Worshipping Him with music. Worshipping Him uh, just, just from your heart. Amen. Praise God. I, I'm the type of guy, since I, I was raised as a musician in the church when I came to the Lord at age 15. So I learned music. So I'm always, you know, and some of you will see me. If I'm there, and sometimes I'm even drumming with no drums, yes. you know. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, a worshiper that way. So my problem is, I never get to learn the songs. So sometimes I'll start with the one, maybe the first phrase, and then la, ah, la, 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 la. But I'm still, I'm worshiping in my heart. Amen. So I'd rather put the music on, then I could go along with it. But it still impacts me. Amen. And it impacts my atmosphere, my environment. Amen. Praise God. And something happens, my worry shifts into joy. Yeah. My concern sh- shifts into excitement. Yes. My faith wells up within me, and I'm reminded of how good my God is. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we need to do this in the coming days. uh, Memorize some of those songs. uh, Activate them. Start singing them, whether you have uh, music or not. Worship the Lord. As He went, uh, and they went, they worshiped God. They had the prophetic word in their back, and they had uh, 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 Almighty God there going before them. That's another thing about Almighty God. When you worship Him, when you seek Him, He goes before you and He pre- prepares the battleground for you. When the people got to that watch place, they went and saw there was no enemy. Or rather, the enemy was there. They were all dead. They were all sh- shut down. Hallelujah. That's the type of fight I like. I want to get that straight, man. When I get there, I'll take care of it. Oh, he's already taking it. All right, praise God. Good, good. That's the type of fight I like. Amen. I didn't have to swing at all. I didn't have to get hit. That's That's it. I love those battles where I don't have to get hit. I often dream sometimes that I'm in a fight and suddenly the guy tries to say, I'm like, woo!" Woo-hoo! That's it. You got it. <laughs> Those are the best fights. Yeah, yeah, because when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I used to get hit a lot. You know, I used to fight. I used to, you know... Raised up in a tough area. I know what it is to get punched in the face and to punch others in the face. Doom, dang, doom, dang, doom. All right, huh? 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 Okay. <laughs> it's almost like nobody wins. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so the the thing is, is that we have weapons of warfare. Amen. And they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. Praise Amen. God. You're that. in a fight. So let your worship come forth like never before. Let your worship come forth with power, with zeal, with zest, praise God, with faith, with confidence in Almighty God. Because meanwhile, while you're doing that, God's going before you, sending His angel before you and preparing the scenario, shutting down the enemy, confusing the enemy, turning things around on your behalf. By the time they got there, all they needed to do was go around, Mm and pick up the gold, Pick up the, the, the silver, pick up the clothing, the instruments, right. the weapons of warfare. It said that there was so much of it that they took three days. They had to go there and pick it up, come back. Go there, pick it up, come back. Well, would you like that type of battle? Oh, yeah. I like that battle. Yes. Well, All I have to do is pick up stuff. Right. <laughs> Praise, God. Praise God. Amen. Well, that, that's what God wants to do for us this year. I believe there are going to be shifts. I believe that you're going to get into fights where it looks impossible that you're going to win, and yet God suddenly is going to do something for you. He's going to turn it around. Amen. Amen. I believe this year you're going to come into impossible situations. You're going to see the hand of the Lord turn the impossible into a possible. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So number seven was not only were they grateful to the Lord, not only did they worship Him, at the end when they did get their victory, they were grateful And they gave glory to God. They listened to God. They obeyed God. And finally, they gave the Lord the glory. At the end, when they came came back, they praised God. They prayed to God. They they gave Him the glory. Are we giving God the glory today? Or are we so consumed with busyness? Are we so consumed with job, with, with situations and circumstances that we don't or we fail to give God the glory? in this january the year 2013 the year of completeness some, some have said that 13 is as the 12 apostles and the lord jesus so it's almost like a completeness there about it this is a year uh, of, of, of a completeness so it's a year of maturity amen it's a year when god's people get it mm. and when god's people activate it Hallelujah. they Hallelujah. activate their faith in God. They activate their service in the kingdom of God. They activate the fact that they're kingdom citizens. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's, it's almost like I see even among you a certain maturity that I didn't see before. Amen. And I believe God's brought us to that place. And now he's saying, now my mature people start taking the land. Amen. Go to the battle. Don't run away from the battle. Don't be afraid of your enemies. Don't be afraid of circumstances and situations that would arise. In each case, cry to me. In each case, raise up your voice to me. Worship me. Respect me. Honor me first. Put me first. Because I'm going to send the prophetic word to you. I'm going to send wisdom to you. I'm going to send my insight to you. I'm going to let you know what you need to do in each and every situation and circumstance. And as you worship me, as you seek me, as you put me first, I will go before you and I will visit the enemy's camp. And I will bring you advanced notice. I will let you know from what angle he is coming. Amen. Praise the Lord, the, the enemy will come against you one way, you'll have to flee seven ways. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says that because of this, because of their faith, because they stood the, 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 they stood there and trusted God. The Bible says, all of the surrounding nations heard and received the, the fear of the Lord. And that's the, the final thing I want to say about this today is your faith is going to create others to be aware of the mighty God that you serve. Amen. I believe that God's going to go public this year. Amen. He's going to go public with you. He's going to start doing mighty things in your midst. Things that you don't deserve He's going to get for you. Yes. Amen. Positions you don't deserve. You, you don't, you're not qualified. God's going to bless you. He's going to boast on you. He's going to boast through you. He's going to move in and around your life your home, your community. You're going to see the glory of God in your midst in this year. I'm, I mean, I'm just sensing the presence of God right now as I'm sharing with this with you. I believe God's going to expose you like He's never exposed you before. But not in a negative way. Uh, he's going to expose the grace that's upon you. He's going to expose the power that is resident within you, that's been hidden with you within you uh, for a season. But now God says it's time that that be exposed. It's time that you become public in your Christianity. Public in your faith. Public in your confidence. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is a year that He is positioning you. This is a year, oh, hallelujah, that He's taking you higher, making you dig deeper. Amen. Amen. I, I'm seeing right now that you've been digging for a while and you've hit rock solid foundation. And now God says, now that you've got me as your foundation, now I'm going to build with you. Now I'm going to build in you. Now I'm going to build through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now I'm going to expand you to the north, the east, the south, and the west. All that you went through was just a time of preparation. All that you went through was for your experience in this day. Because nobody has lived this yet. Nobody has understood what I'm about ready to do. But what I'm I'm going to do, I'm including you. You're in the process. And I've been preparing you. Hallelujah. So God is saying, my people, get ready. Because now I'm about to expose you to the elements. Because you're you're ready. You're ready. You're ready. You're ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. 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 You were not ready in the past season. You were not ready yet. I was just working on you. Hallelujah. You were frustrated. You didn't understand. But it's I was working on you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm, mm, mm. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right there, just bow your heads. Father, we worship you. Yes, Lord. We worship you, Heavenly Father. We bow before thee. We bow our hearts, our lives before thee. And we thank you. We're grateful to you for all that you've done, for all the preparation that you've been giving us. And even now, Lord God, you continue to prep our hearts and to strengthen us, my God, that we would stand on that day That we would stand, Lord God, against our enemies, knowing that you're with us. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The enemy's been trying to lie to us. He's been trying to confuse us. But Father, we'll continue worshiping you. And you're going to send confusion to the enemy's camp. So Father, we glorify your name. I pray for your people right now that you would even, Lord God, open up the eyes of their understanding that they might see that you are their champion that you have already won the battle and you have won the war and that you are, Lord God, on our side, preparing, Lord God, the terrain for us. And I thank you for the great grace and favor that you have bestowed upon us. And we will see in the coming days that great grace and favor in our lives, among our families, in our communities, in our places of employment. Thank you for your great grace and favor, my God, and for the wisdom to walk worthy, Lord God, of your call in our lives. Father, we thank you for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.